Welcome to episode five of Mindful Men Talk. I'm Steve. And I'm James. Wait for it. Yes, it had to happen. The obligatory oh. Christmas jingle. Getting in the mood, Steve. Oh, you? And I found that theatrical version just for you. Bells, whistles, the whole shebang. Did you like that? Well, it was very camp. So, of course, <laughs> of course, in this camp as Christmas, you might say. But, James, I am just so surprised because you're the Grinch. No, no, no. Come on. I'm feeling festive. Festive. Festive, festive. Come on, James. How prepared are you for Christmas? Actually, funny you should say that, Steve. I've got a little present for you. Oh, you I have? have? No, I've got a present. Oh, you have? I've actually, no, wait there, listen. Oh, sorry, oh, oh, what? Yeah, hold on. Oh, what? It's in there somewhere. Oh, it's in my sack somewhere. Sort of Here we go, Steve. There you go. Oh, this is genuine. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm being serious. You see, this you can is... open it now. It is literally. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know my you can't word. see this, but oh, we'll put it on word. the social media. Oh. Come on, Steve. Oh, my word. Are you see, impressed? This is one of those awful moments. Yeah. Like you have when someone's bought you a present yeah. and you're like, oh, the pressure. oh my God, you. Oh, yes. Just a clink. Oh, yes. Oh, I like it. How about that? Oh, how about now that? I am so impressed with that. <laughs> so we'll get that on social media. Oh, yes, I'm liking so for that. For those of you that can't see anything. It's our very own Mindful Men Talk Muck. It is indeed, with our very own nest. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's wonderful. Yeah, brilliant. Now we've got our mugs. Oh, you see, the first person <sighs> of the season. But, so, how's the rest of your Christmas Well, that was going? it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I mean, I've well, I, I feel honoured. <laughs> you should be. I feel really honoured. Let's get rid of that. No, I've peaked. That's it. It's over. That's it. There's no oh. more. No, but come on. How, how Really, how, how is your Christmas preparations going, James? Come on. Well, uh, you're not the only one to ask me that. And we're into December. We're into, yeah. well into December. And I've done none, but that is intentional. Really? Intentional, Steve. Oh, no. I've decided to step aside from the whole madness of buying and I've taken a different approach the last couple of years. So I'm glad to say that I'm not in the sort of Black Friday, Cyber Monday madness. What about you? I mean, obviously, I was, it was tongue-in-cheek, but I'm the same, James. I mean, in the recent years, it's, it's, I do really stand back and question each year more and more. I'm not, I'm not a Grinch. I do love the idea of people coming together, but... Uh, more and more I kind of question what, what Christmas is really about what we're actually celebrating and that I'm become more and more aware of just it's a time when these whole, whole idea of shoulds and musts really come to the fore and everything feels very heightened so around emotions family relationships it can all just feel very very stressful so and the fact that we all go around thinking oh well, this should be a really happy time and oh yeah go gifts and it can actually be incredibly difficult particularly if you've had um, difficulties particularly during the year maybe you've had a bereavement in the year it can be quite a difficult time for people so um, yeah I do so but I like you I've turned the volume down on it in some respects and now I'm very much around what what is it that I would really like to do rather than feeling well, this is what I must do and and that's something that's just evolved for me over the last sort of few years. And, and, and I try not to get, like yourself, you know, if I'm honest, get caught up in, in the madness, this commercialised madness, which seems to get worse each year for me. I just think it starts so early and, 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 and I, just, I just stand back from it if I can. Well, the whole how's your Christmas shopping going is, seems to be the question of, of the month. <laughs> and it is a, it's a loaded question because, yeah, like you, as, uh, you know, I find it, it's just absolutely out of hand and it's, it is crazy. And as you can tell, I'm not a Grinch. I just bought you a present, actually. I love Christmas in many respects, but just the buying element, the consumption. I yeah. find it actually, strong word, but I find it quite sickening in a way when it, to the volume it gets to. It's just really intense buying, buying, consumption, just disregarding. And yeah, yeah. I find it way too... Um, full on for my liking listen if that's your thing that's you know that's up to you by all means but for me definitely I, I def I feel a weight off my shoulders from stepping out of that I must say I yeah. really do and actually yeah and just knowing that there are you we we as in life we do have choices and you often hear and I know I, I have many a Christmas where I was trying to keep everybody happy I mean you know my family doesn't live nearby so I've had Christmas days where I'm on the, mo- on the M1 on Christmas day it's like in the end you just think why am I doing this you know there's different ways of spending time with family so I yeah I just I think the thing is you've just said it's the consumption 
I actually feel now it's much more, it feels like it's a celebration of gluttony and excess <laughs> if you're not careful. And, and I'm like you, I find that quite sickening actually. And it reminds me that, you know, there are people who are really poorly off and, and, and it can be a time if we're not careful of losing any sense of awareness um, and that we just go into overdrive in, in, in a way that I don't feel comfortable with. I totally agree. And it's nice to give gifts for sure. I, I get that in some way, shape or form, but it doesn't have to be a material item. You can, you know, um, put your time and money that you want to invest in that into an experience. And that's kind of what the philosophy I buy into a bit more now. I think that's more rewarding and I get more value from that. But I think also it's, um, no, I agree. And I, I am the same. I don't really buy, I try not to buy stuff now. I try not, I try to really, I mean, I love actually, as I've got older, love, I actually like giving gifts more than, I'm not bothered. I've got everything. I feel like I've got everything that I that's need. That's how I feel. I, I just, just feel don't like what, need anything. I don't even know what I want. So how is someone else going to know? But I actually do appreciate when someone's really put some thought into something, you know, um, and it's not about value. I mean, people, no. I mean, that, the gift you've just given me, I'm so touched. I wasn't, I didn't know. That was the shock, yeah. surprise. No, it's just, but it's lovely. It's just because it, it's the thought that's gone into it. That means so much when you receive a gift for me. But it's when you get into this, oh, you know, oh, I've got to go and buy this. Who do I get this for? It used to happen with my, um, I've got two older brothers. And I got to put, when it was getting to the point where, what is it you want? And literally, well, which shelf in the shop? Well, it's a stress and, then, isn't and it? You just yeah, think, and you've got oh, to then come up silly. with something. What do I it's, want? What do I want? Oh, you rack your brains to come up with some And it was silly. And, and in the end, I just said to my brothers, let's just stop this. This is just silly. We're just doing this for the sake of it. And uh, and, and actually, they reluctantly, <laughs> they reluctantly agreed. But, you know, actually, see, we're grown men. We don't need to be doing this anymore. They, you know, I, I mean, if anything, if I... You know, um, I love buying stuff for kids, but I mean, and then if I choose to buy somebody a present, it's because I want to buy them a present, not because I feel I have to, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, but I think more for me now, it's actually what Christmas represents. And with that, with my mindfulness coach hat on and just thinking about mental health issues, I think more and more for myself, it's making sure that I take time for myself. And um, that's my invitation for anyone listening to this podcast is not forgetting really to take that time for yourself uh i mean last uh, episode we talked about mindfulness and we did a little practice as part of the episode just to in, just to invite people to pause um particularly when you feel overwhelmed well there's a lot of times i think when you know this it, time it, of year it, is, it could feel overwhelmed there's so many times so many yeah because you just feel like you everything steps up you're trying to get everything done before christmas well so i was relax. thinking that the other day i was walking a dog and you know it was just so many things in my head at what i've got to do a to-do list in my head and i tried to steer clear from that so the element of, of just writing stuff down and ticking it off because it, there is just a doing element obviously w- which comes with that sometimes i make a few notes to just remind me of things but as i was walking along all these things were coming into my head and i actually did think about that episode that we recorded and you know I put my I was listening to something on my phone at the same time I was walking in the woods and I put put my phone away and then I just took some deep breaths and had a nice walk through the stick for my for Basil my dog and just came back into that moment and I and it really did help because they kind of lost sight of what where I was and what was going on and I and that's me someone who's mindful of not trying not to overdo it and doesn't buy into all that element that we just spoke about the got to get the Christmas shopping done thing so I can really empathize and, and, and imagine how people feel in the sense of overwhelming feelings that are coming up right now for Christmas because it's just so full on for everybody, whatever, whatever degree, because yeah. we're all in this sort of, in this society, in the, in the same sort of game, if you like. So whatever degree you're playing at, you're still going to feel an element of stress at this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. And I, well, I think so. And But I don't, just, just before we move on, I just want to just say, cause just pick up something you said, because you just said... Um, uh, something around um you know and this uh, you know I, I felt like that um you know because i felt a little bit overwhelmed with all my to-do list you were saying when you were walking with basil and um, and that's and you said something along the lines of and that's me who can be mindful but mm. the truth is you are you were mindful in that moment the truth is that when you think about mindfulness and just going back to the last episode it's not that we're going to be in a state where we're totally mindful all the time the point is that you were able to notice that you were caught up in it yeah that's and a that's, really good point to really try and break the pattern that is exactly right that I is exactly what necessarily and think that, we're like that but yeah you're right. and absolutely you noticed that you felt overwhelmed and you had a choice and you were able to take you were able to just take the sound out of your ears you were able just to bring yourself into a different place so i think it's really important just to think about this and and, and particularly and we won't talk too much about this because this is not what we're here to talk about today 
say, but the doing that you were talking about is something that we all have challenged. It's not the doing that's the problem. It's how we bring ourselves to the doing. And by taking the break that you just talked about, the, do, the, the doing, the things that we have to do will still be there. But when we come back to them, the way that we then approach them might be completely different. And it's how we approach these things that actually can give us the problems, not the, 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 the things that we think we have to do. So in other words, we do have choices, but we suddenly, it can feed on itself. We can get ourselves into this trapped into doing to autopilot to anxiously doing but bring yourselves out when we go back to it, you might think actually i don't need to do that right now actually well something that even a minute ago i thought i have to get that done today suddenly you think actually no because part of what's driving that is that there may be an underlying emotion that's driving that we don't know but just by taking these pauses and at christmas time when you feel overwhelmed there's a lot of times you know you've got family coming some of you you don't even want to see <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but seriously there's all these pressures just, but all you can not just, just take, presence it's no and it? you could just step out into your garden and just take a breather go for a walk and just t- you know just take these moments know that you do have a choice even if you have got commitments that you're struggling with or you know they're going to be difficult people you're going to have to encounter you know just remember that our podcast is available. Get it on your phone, you know, whatever. Yeah. And just that may be something you can just say, I'm just going to spend a bit of time with Stephen James or James or whatever. Mm. Um, and just, you know, just know you can give that, give yourself that gift. I mean, that is the biggest gift you can give yourself anytime, but particularly around the, this festive season. Nicely said. So what are we here to talk about? Steve? Well, last time it was very much around mindfulness, which was my bag. And I thought it's only fair, James, that... I need to get, hand the soapbox over to you because yeah. you are good on a soapbox. James. Yeah, and I miss it. Um, today's episode is, a, is very much around you. I'm going to pass over to you in a moment, but I just thought the words that come into mind when we were discussing this uh, episode and what we may, um, what's going to be the meat of it was um, around body image. Yes, it, so, body image definitely is a good way to describe what we're going to talk about. I think it's a sort of cauldron of different sort of a combination of things really to, to throw into the mix. Body image is one, it's appearance, it's the, the need to look a certain way, to change the way we look. It's, it's all a re- It all revolves around the same thing ultimately. And I thought it would be a good time of the year to discuss this because I know that people building up to Christmas work parties sometimes that can bring on this sense of I need to look a certain way, get into that dress, get into that suit, whatever it is. And then, of course, there's the big, the big Jan, the big Jan start again. So 2020, the year, then, you know, new me, new you, new body, new us, whatever it is. And there's that pressure that's going to be starting to build. And maybe not yet. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's just on the back of people's minds. But I'm sure once you finish tucking into that Christmas dinner or, you know, you're sitting around between Christmas and New Year, then... For a lot of people, I know it does start to come into their thinking, oh, you know, I'm feeling uncomfortable, don't feel good. Then it's, what am I going to do? Join a gym in Jan. So, yeah, I thought it was good timing, really, for to hear this message. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. But I also think it's, I mean, obviously you've said it in relation to the season win, but I think this, it's obviously a big, there's a much bigger discussion around, uh, and I'm interested to hear from you, James, there's an int- uh, interesting discussion around the fact that people, when we come to exercise or we come to wanting to go to the gym or signing up with a personal trainer, so much of it and is driven by, I want to look a certain way. That is the motivation. And I'd be really interested to hear both from your own experience in terms of how you start. And you talked about it in, uh, I think, episode three about when you started going to the gym, both in terms of how things may have changed for you, but also, obviously, is your experience as a personal trainer, is that true that people do that? And actually, what have been your observations? Well, yeah, touching on your point, in episode three, I did speak about my journey, how I got into fit in, working in the fitness industry, but also how I was striving to look a certain way and feeling you know, underconfident and looking to change my appearance. So that eventually started to shift from uh, you know, a different mindset for me, a different perspective from the outside in. And I see it in, in people. I have done over the last 15, 16 years that I've been in the fitness industry. One of the first things when I used to sit down with someone at a gym and I'd do an induction for them and we'd, there was a little bit of, a, there, was a, there was a sheet of paper and it said your top three goals and number one was always related to appearance probably one and two and then three was kind of like oh and feel good or something you know it was, it was a sort of a la- three, chuck the last like one it. in oh okay. yeah i quite like to feel good as well or just be healthy but two were always specific like i want to have 
a smaller waist or a two would be I want to have bigger biceps so I found that really fascinating and that's going back 15 16 years and I have seen a little bit of a shift but not as much as I'd like I was focused on how I looked and I also indulged in that with others and gave more attention to that than I would now much more attention because it wouldn't be a focus at all now for me so I would kind of invest my time and energy trying to work towards that goal with them and it's the whole before and after photo thing as well and I've got a real problem with it and by the way I used to subscribe to that I used to do before and after photos with some clients I used to do it for myself so it's not sort of me pointing just pointing the finger at others I was very much part of that so I can speak from my own experience because I did that but now I see things in a different light but the thing, what's wrong with that though? See, I don't get that. I see what is wrong with before Steve, and after. Steve, you're going to get me going. I no, know your plan. I know no, what you're doing. But no, but seriously, but what is wrong? Because actually, okay. the thing about it is a no, very tangible you. way of, 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 of okay. assessing progress yeah, okay. in terms of. You so know. let's say, okay, I put you, this is what it go. that's how it goes down. I get you, and you'll see this with the, the plenty of pictures online, plenty of pictures on social media with this. I'll get you to stand against the wall, strip down to your undies. And in that first picture, you'll probably look quite sad on your face. The lighting won't be very good. Your sort of your posture will be looking poor. You'll be looking very unhappy. And then in 10 weeks, I could put you on some extreme diet that's not sustainable, that you don't enjoy, that can get results quickly, but ignores your health and well-being, mental and physical, because actually it's just there to get a quick result. And then at the end, I take a picture of you, a bit better light, you drawing your shoulders back, a little bit of smile on your face, tucking your tummy in a bit more. And then what What have you achieved from that? What's actually happened in that process is arguably in that time frame of 10 weeks, all you've done is something that's unsustainable, unenjoyable. And in my opinion, is compromising your mental and physical health. Wow. How about that? <laughs> Soapbox. Yeah, no, no, no. no but, but seriously, I, think, no, no, Steve, but I do really, feel that way. I, I think really that's do. so helpful just to pause there and just think about what you've just said because I don't think we ever think about it. I don't, James, I don't, in the sense that when you see that, you just think, oh, isn't that great? But actually, I think it's just to pick apart. This is what you just, there's a lot on just what you've just said in terms of what is actually um, required when you're just focusing on body image to the extent that you're talking about. And you said about, you know, there's a set time frame. So you mentioned 10 weeks and it's kind of very focused. You're so focused on that one goal of making your body look a certain way at the end of the 10 weeks. And what we don't think about, and I'm really interested to hear a little bit more, is you know the fact of what you need to do to get that that is you just said is not sustainable and not enjoyable that is so important because so much of the fitness industry the images and everything you hear is all about do this do this for 10 weeks and you will look like this without question it's nearly all of that but I don't think any of us ever really think about the fact of not being sustainable it's almost like we don't care about that so I'm just interested then just to tease that out because you said you have actually done that yeah. with, with people. So Absolutely. I'm just curious about what yeah. their, what your observation has been in terms of during that process and maybe afterwards. You said it's not sustainable. Have you seen evidence that people have then just fallen oh, off? Left, right and centre. I mean, 99.9% of people don't sustain it. That's the evidence I've seen in 16 years of people doing it. People I know, people I've done it with myself, everybody. In... I don't know, let's say 2013, maybe 2012. I, I was doing quite a lot of work for Men's Health magazine and some other publications, but specifically Men's Health. Men's Health magazine, what a title. And it's meant to be about health, right? But obviously it's often about the cover model, body, the appearance. So it's anything but Men's Health, in my opinion. And I'm happy to say that now because I decided to stop working with Men's Health and I have no intention of doing any more work with them. But I did do quite a bit of work. And one of the things I did was a transformation with a client. And we, we, it was over a 10-week period. And the idea was it was a six-pack challenge. And it was to bring out the six-pack as best as possible in this 10-week period. There was no sort of criteria about health and well-being or mental health. No, it was just get them a six-pack in 10 weeks. And I took that challenge on. And I got to the final one, a so-called award with them for it. And um, we went in, had a photo shoot. And, you know, in terms of what we were trying to achieve, it was a success, right? The before photo, as I described, was similar to what I was talking about earlier. And the after photo was amazing. And people were amazed by it. Wow, wow, wow. How do I do that? And I've never sold any plans online, never done any of that, because ultimately I know it just doesn't sit well with me. I don't believe in it. And people asked me, have asked me over the years to do it. 
And the answer is no. And it'll always be no in that format because I just don't subscribe to that. But even more so nowadays. But I did do it then and it was a success. And I, and I proved the point what you could do in that period of time, but at what cost? And I know what it took to get that person to look that way. And whilst I was very mindful of trying to do it in the healthiest possible way, you can only be so healthy in that period to get those extreme results. Because I don't think the nature of that whole thing is particularly healthy for mind or body. So you kind of, you know, it's a bit of a vicious circle really, as much as you're going to try and be healthy and get good nutrients inside you and do it fast. I just, I think it's too quick, too extreme and too much mentally for someone to handle as well as the physical demands of the training schedule that you've got to do to look that way. We're talking about training every day feeling sort of isolated because you can't get involved in things you're you start to change your routine your lifestyle because you don't want to be in certain places because you you don't want to have this you don't want to have that and it's very extreme and it's not that's not healthy for me there's no balance there you're Mm. tipping the scales completely and the person doing it he you know he did a really good job at sticking with it but um if he's honest it wasn't ultimately that enjoyable there's elements i know he enjoyed like training getting stuck into it feeling strong feeling fit absolutely you've seen what your body can do seeing your strength increase um feeling some of the benefits of being leaner because when in some instances if you if you reduce your body fat a little bit build a bit of muscle you can feel more energized i can vouch for that myself to a degree i'm not talking about six-pack challenges and stuff like that i'm talking about if you feel a bit sluggish a bit of exercise tightening up your food a little bit eating fresher moving more all these things i talk about of course you're going to feel better at some points but with the extreme challenges like this you're also going to feel depleted and frustrated and miserable and just really by the time you get to the end you just want to stop mm. that's the truth of it and and that was and that was the case with this person that you were that you were working with yes yeah absolutely i mean yeah yeah some moments in there that he enjoyed and we and and he got value from and but a lot of that wasn't about the six-pack challenge that was just having a training schedule and sticking with it you know learning different exercises feeling like someone's there to guide you through it you can get that by having a balance the rest of it what he didn't enjoy was the specifics of that extremeness i think of doing that and people often talk about with these challenges oh but you know i feel good when i do that but I, i feel clear in my mind i feel stronger again i think you're sort of the lines are blurred there because like you will feel that I can guarantee you'll feel that if you just take it a little slower if you start moving more get a bit more fresh air replace some processed foods with some fresh food eat a little less instead of really feeling like you're full you'll you'll get all of that but that will be sustainable the downside of the challenge or or the extremeness of 10-week program is that you know it just really ultimately it's not sustainable that's the biggest thing that I can say but it's not just about being sustainable it's about arguably the damage you're doing in that period of time and what you're setting yourself up for down the line because okay we see a lot of photos that are day one and and whatever day 70 but let's see a photo another month down the line another six months down yeah, the line, another no, year I'm let's really... see your year on photo yeah. because what happens then because you're you're hanging out to dry then no one cares here's your plan 10 weeks well, well about after 10 weeks life isn't 10 weeks it's life oh, it's a lifestyle he, steve he's getting he's getting worked out yeah he's banging the table yeah. but no but no he's, this, this is really important it frustrates no 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 me. because, because actually, i can i, I, no, no, no. I see i really I, feel no well we can move on to that we can move on because i just got to pause you let you have a sip of your tea but no because actually james as you were talking of course the word that came into my mind is one that you've mentioned in other episodes and it all comes back to the same thing which is what is your intention yes that is so important and again it's really when you embark on that 10 week and you want that kind of certain way of looking the question is what what is it you think that's the question that has in mind what is it that you think you're going to get from having that perceived perfect body and actually i just come back because you said yourself so just going back to you you use the word confidence so there was obviously, when you started working out in the gym, there was obviously something around sort of um, uh, your sort of mental, emotional state, which you, you know, we talk about outside. And again, this I'm just curious, because obviously you moved beyond that because you want a different, very different person now to how you were then. So I'm just... I'm just sort of curious again. I mean, you know, what is... Do people even ask, what is my intention? Other than, well, I just want to look like that, but why? I think that's a good point and I don't think again we're curious enough aware enough to ask those questions for me the big question is why do we feel the need to change the way our body looks yes why yes why do we feel that yeah 
Who's driving that? Yeah. So that's where I think that we have to recognise that often it's driven by inadequacy. And I think that, you know, there's an element of where, you know, I often wonder where do we get these ideas that biceps are a good thing or having a thigh gap for women or tight waist or big chest where are they coming from these notions yeah but where everywhere (laughs) there's images exactly so yeah exactly so where it's driven by commercial it's It's selling products it's marketing oh my gosh we have to recognize that that's stuck in our head and the fact is physique is fashionable it's a trend it changes decade after decade you know each decade there's a different trend and a different fashion isn't there bigger voluptuous figure then it's sort of like um the Kate Moss skinny and slimming and then it might be a guy who's sort of bulky and mussy then a toned and slender you know they're just revolving around these different physiques and it's just sort of um interchangeable with time so we've got to recognize that it's just selling a product like when you go and buy clothes it's the same principle it's just being rolled out at different phases and it will just keep going around one minute it'll be fashionable to look like this then it'll be like that and that's what's driving it on that end now the other side of it is as you say individuals unfortunately they are being taken advantage of and and people are tapping into their insecurities it's all feeding into the same system except we do have a choice we do have a choice but I, I think understand that's important what you're to saying. Recognize. I understand. But that's difficult. Still. No, no, no. It's it so is. difficult. No, but it's, it's I know we just, have a choice. I know it's. I know. But I think the thing is, James. I think the thing is, it's. It, we, we know that you're right, and I'm, I'm teasing. Obviously, you know, I, know. I did that to press the button. But um, but I think the thing about yeah. But when you but you're right. But I think the thing about it, they know that you're being bombarded left, right, and centre. Yeah. And absolutely, you're being bombarded. The narrative is, if you look this way, the people that you see you know, looking this way. And there's so many, I mean, you, I'm used to work in television. I mean, you see these people off screen and they are tiny. They're tight. They, you know, they're so, you know, they, because it's all about image. It has to be all about image. But actually, if you're getting bombarded, you think that if you don't look that way, there is something wrong with you. You're not going to be happy. It's just so, we talk all the time in these podcasts about outside in, inside out. There's no sense of, yeah, why do I want this? What actually do I want? What is it that I want to get out of this? And I was thinking about, and I don't know if I mentioned this in another podcast, so apologies if I have, you have to stop me, James, but the um, a body image program that I watched, I've talked about this before because it sticks to mind about men's body image because we know it's been a huge issue for a long time for, for women um, about looking a certain way, um, you know. Um, but there was a uh, Reggie Yates was doing this program, I think, on BBC Three about men and body image, and it was really quite shocking. Um, and one thing that just stuck there was two things out of that program that stuck in my mind was one where this this chap who to me looked perfectly fine, <laughs> but he still was thought he had too much body fat on him, and he was wrapping himself in cling film and sitting in a sauna, which I just think is a, a is bizarre and I dangerous, I think. Mm. Uh, but then he was doing a bit of male stripping on the side and um, he was a builder or whatever and the only reason I'm saying because when they went he, they, first of all he went down to you know he's doing this um, club with all these women there first of all they interviewed the ladies and said do you find him attractive and they said well yeah and they said well you know but they wouldn't have him as a boyfriend they wouldn't want him as a boyfriend because he's so obsessed with his body image that they probably wouldn't have time <laughs> for them which was funny but when they asked him about what he gets out of it it, I was thinking it would be all the adoration of the lady. It wasn't. It was the approval of other blokes because of the way he looked. And that tells you everything. In that moment, it was like, there it is, right there. He probably, there was a story around, I don't know, there's probably a story about bullying, about feeling he wasn't a certain way. And he thought, if I looked, so I want, so what he actually wanted had nothing to do with his body. It was about his mental and emotional state. And there it is, right there. And actually, and when you talk about this, these 10 week plans, of course, when you sort of lay it out the way that you did, James, you think, well, of course it's not sustainable. And it's such, it's so, fr- I can see where you get so upset because you mm. see magazines where you've got these perfect images as that, that's something to strive for. It's not real. And it's frustrating because some of these individuals and brands are totally oblivious to the fact of what their potential, the harm they're potentially doing. So they're, they're just not aware of it or they're intentionally doing that one way or another they need to check in with themselves and really think about what they're doing because when you put stuff like that out you've got to be really intentionally we, sorry so just yeah. support, just what do you just to say a bit more but you said well, they're, well, they're intentionally. well they're either just yeah not aware and just oblivious to the fact that they're putting these before and after photos that they're part of the problem rather than being part of the solution or they are aware that it's not a good thing but unfortunately money speaks and they're just doing it anyway because they realize that you know what well, there's worse things in the world i'm not giving them a pill hmm, that's not really what it's all about i'm not interested in comparing to pills or anything else as far as i'm concerned you are part of the problem if you're 
if you're pushing those out there and your focus is on aesthetics and how people look and making them feel a certain way because I appreciate that people have a choice and I am totally in agreement with that because I make choices about what what I listen to, what I put in my mouth, you know, the things I do day to day. However, I think we've all got to take responsibility. That goes across the board. And, and, and as you said, with mindfulness, you made a good point of saying that you're qualified and you're accredited and you have to be skilled at, at that because it's a responsibility to work with people and that for me is the same thing as a trainer okay it might be slightly different in in what you're in what you're helping people with or or your your job role but ultimately you have a responsibility and i think you need to take that seriously and think about how the effect you're having on someone and i i heard a trainer once having a discussion with someone a young girl and he said to her i think you should do some before and after photos and she, I heard her saying, I don't think that's really great for me. I don't, I'm not sure I would really feel good about that, like looking at myself and comparing. And he said, no, nah, no, nah, you'll be fine. Just do it, just do it. We get some great results. And, and he wasn't listening. I was listening and I wasn't even in conversation. But I just thought in that moment, you know, you have responsibility to pause and listen to what someone say. And some people will be aware, but some people won't. And can you educate them and help them on that journey? Because I don't think you're helping them by just taking a photo and then setting them up to fail. Not maybe in 10 weeks because the perceived success is going to be there of what you're trying to achieve. But down the line, what happens then? Like I said, I'm interested in lifestyle long term. That's what it comes down to. Oh, I want to come. On, I want to come on to that, and, and <laughs> I'm just gonna have a lie down. And no, 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 I want, no, no, no. I'm really. No, I want to move on. No, and just I'm talk, no, no. This, I want Steve. to. I know you. I know. I want to move on and talk about your approach now because I think it's really important. But just before you you do, I just think it's. I just want to just make the point that, that came into my head, which was when you're at a point where you you you're you want to kind of look a certain way and, um, you know, you you want to strive and you're going to do this ten week plan. Or on the, conversely, if you're somebody who's overweight, obese, and have no interest in doing that, it's all a symptom. You know, in other words, both both extremes are actually there's something that's out of balance. Because you know, I we don't just get into this. I you know I, I get very frustrated when I see people talking about obesity. People are people fat shaming, or just think actually there is there is something. This is a symptom. Somebody is really struggling with something. This mentally emotionally and actually they are as well if they want to walk around thinking that the six pack is going to give so the both both of them there's out something that's out of balance somewhere and actually but it's something interesting our our approach to it sometimes is just it's just quite shocking because actually we don't say well we don't even question it but i think even worse with the person who's going to strive for the six pack, we think that's really good because they want to go you know oh, i want to get into the gym and so that's you know really really good to be doing so whereas the person who's overweight we would say, well, you know, oh, yeah, people are very judgmental. But actually, both examples mm. are where something emotionally, I would argue, potentially is out of kilter. And I'll just before we move on, because I want to come back to you about your approach, I can just talk about my experience with, yeah, with exercise. Yeah, that's a good point, because I've seen a shift in your mentality yeah. when it comes to exercise and well-being. Really well, because, you know, obviously, uh, um, particularly body image for a lot of gay men is really, really important, you know, and because, again, that's a massive overcompensation. If I look a certain way, I won't feel so ashamed that I'm gay, I think is a, is a narrative that plays out not necessarily consciously and it's very easy to buy into that and you do look at that and think oh yeah I want to look that way but actually through my own work with mindfulness my approach was it is absolutely sound to want to be healthier and to want to look after yourself but part of that also is can I be okay with as I am right now because this is as I am right now and and just to say yes, I would like to be more healthy and to exercise more and all the rest of it. And but we've got to be, sorry, and yes, to- you've got to be clear about what that means because it's so easy to come up with statements and for people to say, I wanna be this, I wanna be that. Well, like you said, can you be um accepting of how you are now? Can you right work now from the before place you are right yeah. now? And then and yes, absolutely, rather than just I want to be this, I need to be that. Because do you, actually, do you need to be fitter? Do you even need to? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't need to be Are you running a marathon? Are you actually fit day to day? Maybe yeah. then that's okay as well. So it's really interesting because we, we tend to just find little things and we grasp them, don't we? We're always looking to be better, better, better. What does that mean? Well, it was interesting because actually, just very quickly, the history with James and I, we'd been for friends for a long time and I had never, uh, um, I hadn't done any personal training. Then one day I decided I needed to, I wanted to be moving more. I just really wanted to just exercise more. And I, I remember saying, James, 
oh, I thought, oh, James is so busy, he's going to just pass <laughs> on to somebody else. And I remember you, your little eyes lit up like, oh, you want to do some training? Yeah, and I then, remember you And then you that. got your diary out, and I'm like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, we were... Like, well, when are you going to start? <laughs> yeah. But what was brilliant, when we sat down, we, and you worked really well with me, you didn't push me to come up with objectives other than, let's just start and let's see what emerges. You know, I'll have the commitment to come to the training every week and let's start. And you were able to just give me that. You weren't going to push a plan on me and all the rest. And what came out of that was A, starting just to see what might I might enjoy. And what came out of that was to start running, in which I had never really done any running. And it just kind of, without putting pressure on myself to look a certain way and all the rest of it. So it was just a different approach, which was just started for us. I just want to exercise I wasn't really exercising as much as I wasn't really exercising on a regular basis mm. so I just want to keep it simple and just to sort of with some structure because we did we did have structure but you were able to do that with me so that was actually leading me into my question James which is really just to I'd love you just to talk a bit now about what your approach is so somebody comes in and says oh you know well, what do you want to get out of this I mean I, I just talked about how it was with me and how you work with me but I'm just saying somebody comes in and says well actually James it's Christmas coming up or whatever I've got a New Year's party I'm gonna get into the black dress well, I think the first thing I do now more than anything is listen. I think that's really important just to listen to what people are saying rather than force your ideas upon them because I think that can happen a lot in the fitness world. Someone's got um, an idea and, of what they're going to do with you before you even come or what you think you need. But actually to listen to what someone's saying is important. I try and give people space to talk about what they feel they want to achieve or what direction they want to go in. But ultimately, I do try and steer the ship a little bit if perhaps someone's talking about focusing on a specific um, body image goal to something else. I try and open up discussion around, but how do you feel? What's your lifestyle? Talking about stress levels, talking about sleep, talking about other things, other health elements and attributes that... Uh, present in their life and then we can have a richer conversation about things that are more important so working again from the inside out actually often I find that then they do start to come around people do start to come around to that idea of yeah you're right I do I feel sluggish I feel tired what's really important is yeah I would like to have more quality time with my kids or when I go out and walk the dog I want to you know feel like I can go for a longer walk or it might be just feeling strong in my body day to day these are the things that are important functional things day to day that are going to help you in life that fuel that sort of self-confidence rather than self-condemnation and having something rich to to work on that that means something to you that's valuable so I kind of just pick through listen and then pick out parts and then open up conversation around those things and i find that most people do come around to that when they actually think about it because on autopilot i I find that people will say stuff like i want to tone up what does that even mean tone up is that where the real value lies in your life because probably not it's just something that you're striving towards trying to grasp at but actually as i said the real value often lies in the the things that give your life more meaning and that is the stuff that you do day to day so that's what I try and coax out of people I mean interesting what when you were talking then it was just the parallels with the work that I do with the mind if you like with mindfulness and we talked about it and I talked about the last episode and what you've just described beautifully there is exactly the same which is when people strive like people come to me with mindfulness I need to relax you know so I need to do mindfulness to relax then maybe somebody will come to you and say I need to you know get trim or I need to tone up so you know da, da, da. so it's that having that goal striving mentality the irony is by taking the approach you're talking about and then maybe you do want to have you know stronger arms or you yeah, get the bicep by actually take refocusing why you're doing it and you're that's what it is a refocus it's a refocus and return actually the byproduct ironically just you probably your body well, will i've spoken change. about this your with body me will change shape i did it uh, with my episode as well i said that you know i don't focus on how i look but as a result of focusing on the other things guess what how i look does change so you know the byproduct is i probably will end up that way by proxy but that's because i you know my, i want well, it's, it it's the part <laughs> is your planting in the same way i talked about planting seeds with mindfulness so that if you want to relax actually the byproduct of actually letting go of striving the product you want comes without even trying so hard in the sense mm. because you, you've changed your intention you've changed your focus and it's exactly the same you when people come to you for personal training you are inviting them to plant some some new seeds and the and you know and you say well how am i going to look at the end of it james we like like i said last time about people want to know it's going to be five foot <laughs> yeah well no just look just focus on it's one step just watering time. those seeds and just trust it's the trust and it's exactly the same with what you're talking about the physical body with what i was talking about the, the mental it's exactly the same it's intention 
And the word that you use a lot, James, with your approach, which you, you haven't really mentioned yet, but I love the word that you use, and it, it seems to really wrap up everything, both you and I talk, is wellness. Mm. I mean, you really say you focus on, well, and you just yeah. sort of described it there with asking people about their sleep, but other elements of the night. Yeah, the bigger picture. Real, the bigger and you picture. never see any of that on the front of a men's health no. cover. But that's the irony of it being called men's health. You know, I think we need... And then there's the just a rippling six-pack on the front cover all the time. And the first thing is how to get biceps in six weeks. You know, we need to check in with this. And actually, you know, it's just regurgitated nonsense that goes round and round. And we need to break that cycle. I really do think that, you know, anyone that I've ever worked with that has achieved a sustainable approach to exercise and, and well-being in some of the elements they've incorporated... They, it's the same old things the, the same approach in terms of small baby steps giving yourself space seeing how thing how you can cultivate your health and well-being over time being patient not putting you know an end result on anything and by all means i i like little challenges i'm not saying it's wrong oh you can't have any challenges what you can't have any targets no not at all i'm not saying that there's different targets you've set targets where you're running you've done 10 k's you've done a half marathon i've done it with various bits and pieces and various checking points that I sometimes set rather than sort of end goals. Yeah, I feel stronger on my, I don't know, I can do a press up or I can do a pull up or I, I can do that rower a bit quicker. Just things that show you that you are heading in a direction of improvement because ultimately you are trying to make some improvement more often than not, most people, to your health and fitness in one way, shape or form. You are trying to do that. and But that can happen over a length of time and a different perspective on that can change everything. So yeah, I, I think that, it is reframing and refocusing it all and coming away from just appearance. And I know that's hard because we don't always question the narrative, but I've been on both sides of the curtain. I've seen the inner workings, what happens like with these magazines, how they prepare someone to look a certain way for that one photo shoot with the lighting, with the editing, with the position they're standing in, everything you can imagine, dehydration, all these little tactics to look a certain way. And it's just for that one shot off them. And I've been on the other side where, you know, I've seen the back end and I've seen the front end. And I can tell you that it's not what it seems. And I know it's difficult to come back to that sometimes when you're feeling a certain way. But I think it's so important to recognize that it's not how it seems. And actually the people that put stuff up on Instagram or on these magazines are doing it for that one moment. They're trying to give you the best shot, the best of the best, the showreel. And that's just not how it is. No. And I think that's important to realise as well because we get wrapped up in that, don't we? Well, I think it was fantasy and it is. And fantasy, I, yes. It is fantasy. But I also was thinking as you were talking there, it's also um, just thinking about exercise generally and you mentioned about running and it's, it's a good way also of um, tying up my work with mindfulness and exercise, which is we can do we exercise mindfully? Because again, you know, in the, what I mean by it, there's a guy who's written a whole book about mindful running. <laughs> you know, I, you know, and again, it's this thing, well, are we actually there? Because if you're in that striving mentality, you just, I've just got to get through this because I need to, by the end of 10 weeks, I've got to look this way. So let's you come in, you, it's like an endurance thing. You're not enjoying it. You're not really being present. You are there and you are, maybe you've got your music on to distract you. It's just, it's just, I have, it's like, What? Actually, how about the moments that you're either exercising, you're running, you're even when you're at the gym, don't listen to, just are you actually with your body? It's mm. a great opportunity to really be with yourself. You're not sort of in your kind of everyday life. And actually, again, how you bring yourself to these things completely transforms your experience. It doesn't become like, oh, I've got to go, but I've got to, I know I've got to get into that dress. It's, how no. is, as you said, sustainability, the whole thing needs to be turned on its head. It's Absolutely. helpful just to say, actually, yeah. you know, and again, I used to run with, I don't run with any music now. I try and be mindful. When I, what I mean by that is, um, is literally what looking what's around me. Um, and, you know, I'm just really, you know, feeling the, the sort of the breeze on my face or, you know, that is such a great thing. And you know that you're, um, you're looking after yourself, but it's more than that. It's about in that moment you are running. Are you really in your body while you're running? And use you just- that space, that time, as you say, that's your time. Oh, And, and, and there's it, no yeah. better way to feel alive than when you're exercising, when you feel your heart beating, when you feel out of breath, that's, you're very much alive. And then. you can bring the qualities of mindfulness Absolutely. And not, not least, if that is something you enjoy doing next, you can enjoy it even more because how often are you even in the gym when you're in the gym? You know, that's the thing. People are just there. You see it all the time. Of course, just going around on a bike, oh, round, round, just in another world. Just like, I have to do this yeah. because... To tick it off the list. Yeah. The to-do list, like we said at the beginning. Yeah. Another thing I've got to do this week, gym. 
the thing I laugh about, you know, when I sometimes go to the gym, when I've just go down there, and particularly this is my 80, but you see the people on with their music, but then you see the young, I mean, I know, particularly <laughs> young chaps there lifting up their shirts, taking pictures. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you just, it's you just. what's going on. Yeah, there it's just, of, you know. So we talk about the mask and stuff, and I just feel like it's, I really feel, you know, that there's more to, more going on there. And, and I just also want to say that how amazing our bodies are. Can we appreciate how incredible the body is, its intricacy and what it can do for us? And can we give back to our body? That's the other thing. We expect so much from our yeah. bodies, don't we? Yeah. Every day. We don't even stop and question. We expect it to go here, go there, do this, do that. But can we can pause for a second and think, you know, what does my body need and deserve as well? That's important to, to think about. We expect so much, but what can we give rather than just taking and stripping it down and destroying and qu- and molding it and forcing it to look a certain way? Is that what our body needs? Is that health? No, and I think that's, I love that because you just sort of, what you sort of opened up a little bit there for me, James, also is about gratitude. Yeah, gra- that is you the know. word that literally I was just <laughs> on the tip. No, with my I think, tongue, I feel no, so big. grateful for it's the body. What we-, what we have right now, which is why we ever we start on anything, yes and no, yeah, okay, you know, at the moment, I'm not feeling great. And actually, and you can really get into that kind of really sort of self-punishment. It's just like, you know, look, look, but this is how it's, but I have an intention is to be, is to be kinder to my body, to myself, to my body. And I am going to commit to sort of exercising more. And as you say, as part of that, not just, I'm not going to be satisfied until I'm what, whatever, just each time you do it, just a give yourself credit for taking the time out for yourself for taking care of your body and being grateful that the body you've got and if you're well my goodness me so often people will say to me you know oh how are you steve and i'll just say well i'm still breathing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know bring it back to we need to as you say we can that striving yeah bus. let's not undervalue the basics the, the the essence and also give yourself credit for Absolutely. where you are and you know it's life is tough and actually just being a bit kind of just saying yeah right now and i love what you say all the time james about small steps that's such a helpful thing to remind yourself saying yeah you know right now it's not ideal but you know i've had a lot i'm I'm this way because of whatever this is amram right now i have an intention that's a good starting point and even if you know if you found that you haven't been exercising even just going out for a walk and enjoying that walk you know don't put any music on just really appreciate what's around you you can wrap up a little bit of mindful awareness just little things and this is not go get a mindfulness course a book this is just appreciate just seeing what's out there as you walk around enjoy as you say maybe come into your body what you're aware of you know just your breath or you know these are just little things that you obviously through cultivating mindfulness practice you can become more aware of but you can adapt them to anything not least exercise so yeah i and i think gratitude we always want to be somewhere else other than where we are and sometimes that's where absolutely mindfulness is helpful but also being really grateful for that we're here yeah right you know, now yeah and what our body's doing for absolutely. us and what we can do and, and absolutely and, and just, who cares if there's a little bit of more body fat on your on your side on your back who cares it's no. not important let's come back to what actually where the value lies absolutely it's definitely not there you know and as you say and it, and it comes back to things with around you getting to we're not going to get necessarily into nutrition now but you know if you know that you haven't been eating too well just small steps it's the only way to go and you know it's just that's where the mind and body what we're describing have to come together because the two are, they work hand in hand more than we realise yeah and as far as I'm concerned they are one and you know the, as you just said there's a simple small baby steps the things that you can do now I often encourage people to you know drink a glass of, even might just be drinking a glass of water a day if you don't drink water you know sometimes I see people talk about drink two three litres no just drinking a glass of water going out for a walk at lunchtime parking your car a little bit further taking these stairs instead of the elevator literally just moving a bit more you do a few of those things cumulatively that will have a massive impact on how you feel over the course of say a week or so if you tie them all together yeah really doesn't have to be anything big but just and and please don't just start in january please don't should we pause that let's pause and and just to wrap this up i just want to say i guess i just want to say that can we can we stop pause and and question the narrative around all this stuff that's really what i want people to do i'm just giving you my take on it my experience both sides of the side of the curtain but actually can we pause and can we consider another alternative as opposed to just the front cover mindset and mentality that we we see all the time and and, and can this alternative support our mental and physical well-being and can we fuel self-care instead of self-criticism can we change our perspective and change are the way we approach things and, and ultimately try and refocus in a very gentle, small, non-striving way. Equals mindfulness. <laughs>
actually. I mean, this is where the two beautifully come together, which is really a nice way to end this podcast because really this is why we're both here, really, I think, James. I mean, that was wonderfully put. And uh, again, it's just, yeah, to me, it's just testament to how bringing the mind and body, you you know, we need to bring them more together. And and, and I I love, I think the overall tenure of what you've talked about today, and and it's certainly when I come to my office, is self-care, not self-criticism. Yes. That, the kindness is... So important. So that's a lovely. Given that we're in the uh, the season of goodwill, yes. <laughs> how about we give some goodwill to ourselves? Oh, I think that's a, a nice way to yeah to tie it up. And I know it can things can feel overwhelming and difficult and and very full on as we said, especially this time of year, any time of the year. But I just put a few notes down actually, just literally a few words when I was when I was just having a cup of tea earlier before this, and I put move, breathe, rest, recover take care of yourself and I think just allowing space and time and just giving yourself a pat on the back and a bit of credit for what you are doing and just taking away some of this pressure that we're putting on ourselves because you know ultimately it just leads us down the path of of, you know more self-criticism and and less self-care yes and I think that's a nice that's the gift that maybe we can offer out there which is yeah is self-care over this festive season you know prioritize still when you've got so many commitments we all have commitments but pine those pockets of time and it can be as simple as just stepping outside as we said earlier so just keep that in mind because it can be a crazy time and it is also time to be grateful for those around us it is a time for families and friends coming together and 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 i'm all in favor of that that means much more to me than anything else and it is a time when people do come together and we are and it's a time to be grateful for what we do have not what we didn't get for christmas or whatever so so i think that's yes i think that's it on that note um we hope we've given you some festive food for thought and yes definitely a timely message at at the this time of year um please do let us know your thoughts you can do so via social media on facebook and twitter don't forget we're there mindful men talk you can even drop us an email via our website if you prefer and that's at mindfulmentalk.com well i guess all that i would want to say james is it's merry christmas from me and it's Merry Christmas from him. And I think we should end with a Christmas jingle, Yay! Steve. Yay! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas.